Welcome to your Optimal Personal Economy podcast with Justin Bennett. Your personal economy is your ability to create, protect, preserve, and utilize your wealth, your financial world. Justin will share strategies and stories to help you optimize your personal economy. Now, on to the show with Justin Bennett and co-host Matt Halloran. Hello and welcome to the 50th episode of Your Optimal Personal Economy with Justin Bennett. Today, we're going to talk about the two flavors of investment accounts. Now, this is going to be one of those podcasts where you probably want to take some notes uh, because Justin is going to unpack some very, very important philosophies here. So, Justin, uh, let's jump right in. Is this really episode 50? It is, man. You've done this 50 times. That's really impressive. Wow. That's pretty cool. We yeah. got to dial it up here. We got to <laughs> dial it up. <laughs> Congratulations, man. Hey, thanks. So, you know, what I've what I've ex- been experiencing is that when people save money onto their balance sheet and they want to do it in a way where the money's exposed to investments like growth opportunities, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, it's 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 been incredible for me to see that, you know, most people only save new money into retirement accounts, whether that be a 401k, whether that be a profit sharing plan, whether that be, you know, an IRA, a 457, a 403b, a 412e3, et cetera, et cetera. Most of the new money that's being saved that's designed to have growth and have long-term exposure to the equity markets is going into these retirement accounts, which is fine in and of itself. What we want to try to talk to our listeners about and what I talk to our clients about is that it's totally okay and acceptable to establish what we call a non-retirement investment account. And it allows clients to invest their money with these same exact growth exposures, whether it be stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs, whatever the core philosophy is around the investment management of of the account, which obviously we have some core philosophy when it comes to investment management, but the, the, the flavor of the investment account can be either retirement or non-retirement. And because non-retirement investment accounts don't have certain caps, they don't have limits on how much somebody can contribute. They allow clients to access money before the age of 59 and a half without a penalty. They allow clients to use the account in some cases as collateral based on certain situations that we work with our clients in. They, if designed right, if the portfolio construct is done in a way where it's more growth and less income, they won't They won't experience a reoccurring tax liability year over year on the growth or the appreciation. It'll only be upon rebalancing or liquidation that they would experience the tax as long as there's a gain. So I think, Matt, what we need to do is help clients and help our listeners realize that having a retirement account is great. Having life insurance is great. And it's also great to have a non-retirement investment account. And all of those working together in a cohesive plan on a balance sheet work work very, very well together. Now, how do those three categories 
uh, affect you after retirement? I mean, you just kind of hinted on that, that there isn't a penalty when you withdraw before 59 and a half. But what, what happens after your retirement age and, and, and how do you, from a planning perspective, help people figure out which accounts to pull from? I mean, I know I'm being kind of specific there, but can you just give us a, a 30,000 foot view on that or maybe a 10,000 foot view? That's cool. You can get suspe- you can get specific. I can handle that. <laughs> <laughs> so the most of our clients are, you know, at some point in the wealth creation phase of their planning. However, we have many, many clients in the distribution phase or what you're talking about, the retirement phase. And so if we just fast forward to that point in time of somebody's life and they have various buckets of money to be able to draw on, to create income, retirement account, non-retirement investment account, life insurance, et cetera. What we're able to do is with respect to the with respect to the non-retirement investment account, we can we can easily position the money in a way in which we can create which we call like a multi-bucketed approach where some of the money would be earmarked for conservative growth as they shift into retirement and during retirement, while some of that bucket could actually be used for an income stream for them. And if designed correctly, there could be what they call an exclusion ratio on that money so that when their income is being generated back to them, a large percentage of that income, it could be as high as 75 or 80% could actually be excluded from taxes because it's deemed a return of basis. So there's a lot of there's a lot of beneficial planning that can be done when somebody has money in a non-retirement investment account, they arrive at retirement, we could then bifurcate or carve out some of the money and be more conservative growth money while some of the money is more income money which has that exclusion ratio which then creates a tax favorable income stream. And then as we move through time in an effort to offset inflation, we can carve out another tranche from the non-retirement investment account and layer on another stream of income on top of the income stream that's already been going. And so we could continuously do like a a laddered income approach on this non-retirement investment account money and it creates a predictable and certain income with a tax ex- exclusion ratio. Now, that's specific to non-retirement investment accounts. And that's what, you know, I think Matt we wanted to try to we wanted to try to segregate non-retirement investment accounts and just the pure awareness around putting new money into them while you're creating wealth and then ultimately while you're distributing wealth. Of course, it's got to be done in the context of a comprehensive plan because you're going to have retirement money or what's called re- qualified money is is the same thing with retirement money, which is those IRAs and 401ks. And then life insurance is obviously something completely different. But when we, when we talk about just this non-retirement investment account, there is a major, major beneficial role to having one of these accounts on your balance sheet as you move through time. Is there a good okay? So you're talking about the wealth accumulation phase. Uh, when when do you believe people should start investing in these three different kind of categories? Yeah, so we're very clear with that. 
you know, our, our process that creates optimal planning starts with protection. So we spend time with protection and going through clients' balance sheets to make sure that there's no compromises or threats. Then we move towards new money savings and how that's saved. And we like to build up liquidity so that it could, you know, the client could be in a position to address planned and unplanned life events. And once protection and once liquidity is at optimal levels, it's at that point that we start to defer or deflect or deploy new money into these growth accounts, some of which might be retirement accounts, some of which might be a non-retirement investment account, right? So the growth, the money exposed to growth investments is either going to be inside a retirement account or it's going to be outside of a retirement account, right? So the idea is we like balance and we think both should be present. It's just more the sequence at which one acquires it or the timing at which one puts money into those becomes really, really critical. Gotcha. What else do people need to know? With respect to non-retirement investment accounts? Yeah. You know, if if done what we, what we see to be properly a non-retirement investment account, as I previously mentioned, can be used as collateral, which is really cool because most people only think of, you know, their their home or a piece of real estate, or in some cases, a business that can be used as collateral. And, you know, we have many, many clients that utilize their non-retirement investment accounts as collateral in certain cases with the right situation. And there's a lot of variables that go into it. It's very situational. But if, if this non-retirement investment account could be producing growth opportunity could be it could be producing access to money it could be producing it could be used utilized as collateral i mean it, you could have this account play so many different roles in your planning it could be it it could become a multi-dimensional account mm-hmm. that is um is a very very important part to your overall planning so it, it i think it plays a vital role when when understood discussed and implemented This is a deep conversation that you need to have with your clients. And for those people who've been listening to all 50 episodes, you have hopefully by now noticed the level of conversation that Justin and his team at Benefit Financial Group want to have with you. With that, Justin, the 50th episode, any sort of closing thoughts? Uh, Did we miss anything? Should we highlight anything else? You know, I can't believe it's 50. I know we opened up with talking about that this is the 50th episode, but uh, 50 went by quickly. And uh, what's the saying? Days pass by slowly, but years pass by quickly. So, so you know, it, it, it feels like, you know, these 50 episodes have passed by very, very quickly. But I've, um, I'm enjoying the ride and I hope our listeners are enjoying the ride as well. And, you know, we'll continue to work really, really hard to put out valuable content. So we, we continue to ask and want to express our gratitude for all those that are listening and following and maybe even sharing with people that they care about because, you know, I think that we try to work hard to put out refreshing and valuable and um, quality information and the feedback that, that I've been getting from both clients and, you know, people that aren't clients around this podcast, Matt, is that it's been, it's been pretty cool. So we'll just continue to take the feedback that people give us and, and put some good stuff out there. Well, I think you've done a great job of chronicling some very, very good thought leadership. 
we cover we cover a lot of ground in a very short period of time. So these are you know short, fast, and to the point. Uh, you can you know listen to a couple of these podcasts on your way into work. So Justin, thank you so much for spending fifty times with us and also uh, producing fifty great pieces of thought leadership. Thank you, Matt. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, click that subscribe now button below. And again, just as Justin said, if you want to share this with somebody, it's super easy. All you have to do is click that share button. So for everybody at Bennett Financial Group, this is Matt Hallern, and we'll see you on the other side of the mic very soon. Justin Bennett is a registered representative of Park Avenue's Securities, LLC, or PAS. OSJ 1150 Raritan Road, Suite 201, Cranford, New Jersey, 07. 016. Phone number 908-709-0020. Securities products are offered through PAS, member of FINRA SIPC, financial representative of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America. New York, New York. PAS is an indirect wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Bennett Financial Group LLC is not an affiliate or a subsidiary of PAS or Guardian.